Have you ever wondered how God coordinates all our efforts to share the gospel? Let's dig into the Word and see what God says about how we can work together with others for His glory. Stick around to listen to the Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids podcast. Parenting a child with special needs requires extraordinary courage, strength, and perseverance. But what if you feel you don't have all that it takes? What if you're just ordinary? Annie Yorty is mom to Alyssa, who has Down syndrome. She's trusting God to put the extra in her ordinary parenting. Each Monday, she invites ordinary moms to pause for encouragement straight from the Bible and offers practical application that addresses the unique concerns that come along with raising children with special needs. Today's Bible encouragement reveals God wants us to work together and trust Him to supply the power for salvation. Hello and welcome to Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids, where special needs moms find Bible encouragement. I'm your host, Annie Yorty, author of From Ignorance to Bliss, God's Heart Revealed Through Down Syndrome. I'm also an ordinary mom who's right beside you in the trenches of the daily battle to mother your special needs child with grace and hope. Let's see what God has for us today. Our Bible encouragement comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5-9. through 9. I'm reading all scripture from the New Living Translation. After all, who is Apollos? Who is Paul? We are only God's servants through whom you believed the good news. Each of us did the work the Lord gave us. I planted the seed in your hearts, and Apollos watered it. But it was God who made it grow. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is that God makes the seed grow. The one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose, and both will be rewarded for their own hard work, for we are both God's workers. Apostle Paul's first letter to the Corinthians went to a church suffering from significant divisions. Brothers and sisters in God's family separated into camps headed by different leaders. People bickered over which leader was more worthy to be followed, Apollos, Paul, or someone else. All their arguments detracted from the gospel message. Instead of working together to advance the good news of Jesus, they argued about whose leader was better. They forgot Jesus Christ is its center. He is the power and truth behind the message. In this passage, Paul reminded believers to claim allegiance only to Jesus. In the section of the letter we read in our Bible encouragement today, Paul cut to the chase. The focus of the Corinthians needed to get off themselves and human leadership. He said they should transfer all their attention to God 
because he is the master gardener of the gospel. People like Paul and Apollos plant and water seeds of the gospel, but only God can make the seeds grow and bloom. Just like the people of Corinth 2,000 years ago, moms like us can get sidetracked from the main purpose of our lives by petty arguments. In our own homes, we might compare our role in the family with our spouse's role and start to look down on him. In the workplace, we get caught up in office politics and take sides. When we volunteer, we divide over whose ideas are best. Our human nature naturally carries us in this wayward direction. With God's help, we can avoid wasting our time and emotions on quarreling and divisions and unify under Christ. Let's think about how God works in our own lives and the lives of our children so we can avoid wasting our time and emotions on petty arguments. First, take stock of your own life. Have you ever thought about how you grew to be the person you are today? Look back over the years with fresh eyes. Who planted the seeds of the gospel message in you? Was it a parent? Your Sunday school teacher? Perhaps a friend told you about Jesus. Most likely, it was a combination of several people who invested in you to share the gospel. And who watered the seeds of the gospel that were planted in you? Was it a teacher who demonstrated compassion in a time of need? A neighbor who mentored you? Or maybe a counselor at camp befriended you when you felt unlovable? Over the course of years, there were probably many people who confirmed the truth about God's character so you could grow in your faith. We should be grateful to all those people who influenced us to believe in God and grow in His grace. But we cannot elevate their position over God. Whatever interactions you had that brought you to your current level of spiritual maturity, they were all instigated by Him. No one came into your life outside His design. Without God's Spirit to open your eyes to His truth, you would still be living in the darkness of your sins. Take time today to thank God for the grace He's shown you along this journey. With gratitude in our hearts, we can consider a second angle to unity under the banner of Christ. God calls each of us to become a farmer for Him. We can plant and water seeds of the gospel in others. Our primary field will be our family members. Our kids need to repeatedly hear the gospel of Christ from our lips. Equally as important, our children must see us walk the talk. We must live out the gospel in everyday life. We can read and discuss Bible passages with them. We point out how nature highlights God's character and truth. When we're wrong, we ask for forgiveness. We teach our kids how to search and follow God's word for daily wisdom. With God's help, we imitate his character of kindness and patience in our interaction with others. All this planting and watering point our family toward the cross of Jesus. As we mother our kids, 
Let's consider one final point from our Bible encouragement. Our kids with special needs will benefit from others who will plant and water in their lives. My daughter, who is now grown, remembers by name a Sunday school teacher who taught her about Jesus when she was just five. She speaks fondly about the camp that welcomed her every summer. A friend who values rather than judges her idiosyncrasies helps her believe she is loved by God. Does your child have anyone other than you who plants and waters the gospel in their lives? Do you have relatives or friends who might join you? Do you take your kids to church, even if it's hard? If not, ask God to bring helpers on the scene who will join you in cultivating and growing his message in your children. My friends, God has given us the extraordinary privilege to plant and water seeds of the gospel in our kids. Let's not get distracted by quarrels about who does what. Instead, have the attitude of Paul when he said, Whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10.31, New Living Translation Let's all work together and then trust God to save and transform hearts. Let's pray. Father, thank you for all the people you placed in my path to teach me to love and trust you. And thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing me to work together with others to demonstrate the gospel to other people, especially my children. Will you help me to stay out of any divisions that might steal the focus from you? I want to depend solely on your transforming power to draw people into salvation and eternal life with you. I pray in the name of Jesus, my Redeemer. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. I pray you found encouragement for your spirit from God's Word. You can find links to resources and more encouragement in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids. I look forward to being with you again next week.